0: Welcome back to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I'm Sean Tillman, a.k.a. Harmar Superstar, your host. Uh, like always, I interview actors, musicians, comedians, writers, and other people we're going to find interesting together. Uh, we talk after dark. We have conversations that focus on embarrassing moments in my guest's career, lives, etc., blah, blah, blah. Just To me, it's all about the nighttime chats. It's when I thrive. It's when my brain works. And, oh, man, so it's been a really good week, you guys. Um, it's rainy fall time. I'm very excited to be back in sweaters and jackets. I know I've probably said this before, but I love it so much. I thrive on the discomfort of an approaching winter. It's when I get most creative. I want to make stuff. So my brain is starting to work that way again, and it makes me really excited. And uh, you know, this week I saw a lot of amazing shows um this is what happens in the fall you know everyone's back on the road uh uh the la band the soft pack and they played at the bowery ballroom i had a great time i love those guys they've got a sound that lives somewhere in between the replacements and uh, a major chord version of joy division i guess you'd say and i think i think i'm paraphrasing mark malman on that actually a friend of mine but yeah a major chord joy division cross with the replacements and uh, sometimes the vocals even hit, like, Misfits territory. It's, it's kind of perfection. It's just really good, raw songwriting. And they have an album out, uh, a couple albums out on Mexican Summer you should check out. Um, that's just my recommendation for the week. They also sell engraved, soft pack one-hitters on tour, which is the way to my heart, for sure. Best merch ever. Something I can smoke weed out of and hold dear to my heart. Um... Aliso were back in town again. They played an amazing show at Webster Hall. and they continue to slay everything in their path. They're so good. they're just they're just a band that's gonna keep getting bigger and better and uh, makes me proud to be from Minneapolis like those guys are.' Um, been really good hangs with that gang. Got to uh, hang out while they DJ at the Ace Hotel afterwards you know, see all the homies. I also got to sing a Sade cover By Your Side at my friends Nick and Mary's Central Park wedding which was really exciting, really fun Um, so you know even more of my Minneapolis crew converged on the city, it was a real treat and you know, it just uh, made me feel alive, made me feel good to see the old homies, you know everybody's gotta keep coming through, keep visiting people Um, so yeah, you know, I'm gonna I want to try something new on the show today, um, so whenever I play this magical fairy dust noise, it's me daydreaming in the midst of the interview. My inner thoughts will come to the forefront, and it's not that I'm disinterested in my guest or anything, it's, it's more because I'm a pothead and it's an easy way out, an easy edit, um, and that's the magic of podcasting people. That's it. Anyway, let's try it. So let's say the conversation was going something like Uh Sean, you still making music, man? I haven't heard of your your record's coming out for a while, and as you know, I'll be like it's coming out. I mean I mean soon. Hi Ray. Mitch Hurwitz. You should definitely get in touch with my agents because I would love a guest spot on the new episodes of Arrested Development. I'm glad you brought it up, you know, that would be great. And we're back in the room. See, it's that easy. The conversation moves forward as planned. So fairy dust noise equals non sequitur thoughts that are mostly megalomaniacal and involve me getting the things that I want. You could say it's my version of The Secret without any of that pesky tag board, collaging. It's all good times. It's just something I want to do, people. So for this week's episode, uh, I got together with my pal Gavin McInnes at his New York office um, to talk about everything, ranging from dirty words to punk rock and a slew of embarrassing experiences from his past. Um, And He's got a lot of them. There's a lot of laughs. A lot of, like painful stuff. Uh, uh, he's one of the best storytellers I know. He has a great knack for getting under people's skin. I totally love it. He thrives on making people squirm. It's a it's a great quality. I uh, trust me. I love the man. Um, Gavin, if you don't know, co-founded Vice Magazine a while back, where among other things, he pioneered the amazing "Do's and Don'ts" fashion column. Uh, before you know, going off on his own. co-found streetcarnage.com with Derek Pinky Beckles. Uh, He also found time somewhere in there to co-found the ad agency Rooster New York. And he uh, he has a book out now. It's called How to Piss in Public. It's an amazing read. Um, Pick that up. But you know what? I'm going to let you judge for yourself. Here is my sometimes sometimes over-the-top, sometimes maybe a little offensive, conversation with Gavin McInnes. Yo, Gavin, what's going on? Hi, Sean. Uh, So we're here at your office.
1: Yep, we're in the kitchen. We're in the
0: kitchen. uh, What what part of town would you call this? It's
1: It's a very elusive part of town. It's not Soho. It's west of Soho. It's south of Chelsea and the West Village, and it's north of Lower Manhattan so yeah, it so depends uh, if I was talking to a gay guy I'd say I'm in Chelsea yeah if I was talking to a woman in high heel shoes I'd tell her I, I work in Soho yeah and if I was talking to one of uh, Bill the Butcher <laughs> one of the gangs in New York I would say I'm in Lower Manhattan near the Five Points with oh, you oh nice.
0: yeah so that gives you cred with the butcher yes <laughs> what if it's a butcher in high heels that's
1: pretty gay I would say you should rent an office here it's everything you want <laughs> 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 you should get in our building <laughs> dude
0: so uh, so it's been a while since you yeah. chilled.
1: You know, I've been trying to chill with you for months, but when you have two kids, you get out I always describe it as when you have kids you want all your friends to have fire poles in their house and you just hit like a yeah. red eh, eh, yeah, exactly. eh, button. I have forty
0: minutes, let's go. It's like go to the man cave
1: sort of bat cave sort yeah. of thing. But you non-kid guys are like, yeah, I'd love to get a beer. I'll meet you in like two hours at uh, Iona. And you go, That's I'm already asleep now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, la- I, I admire your uh, your turn as devoted dad in these, in these last like you know five years. It's, a, it's, a, it's something I couldn't even fathom at this point in my life, but that's probably just because I'm a broke artist.
1: It's not hard to fathom. It's called uh, the condom broke.
0: <laughs> it's a different kind of broke. It's broken. very thin latex. <laughs> yeah. It's going to rip. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like a razor razor sharp cock.
1: I have a, my cock looks exactly like a, uh a, uh, icicle.
0: <laughs> so it, it melts and drips after yeah. the condom breaks. Yeah. It just keeps going. Yeah. It's like actually just an icicle of
1: semen. Uh, I don't, semen. it doesn't like touch the cervix. It rips it apart. It pokes a hole into the cervix. <laughs> Women don't get UTIs. They get stitches. <laughs>
0: Bitches get stitches. Bitches get stitches,
1: and I fuck them with my icicle cockes. That's
0: uh, <laughs> that's out the window. <laughs> uh. Man, so I think like you've got so many embarrassing moments in your life. that I are do. Amazing. How like,
1: long we, is this podcast? I mean, we can go as long as we want. The people want to hear. I mean, I would almost have to break it into categories.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's. We can do that. We can do a. Uh, A segment i call let's get really really real where i start like um at the beginning of your life and go in five-year increments let's get really really real so maybe as a five-year-old uh do you remember anything horribly embarrassing happening?
1: i think my most early my earliest embarrassing memory would be at uh oh there's a few actually at the same roller rink but um I had long hair as a kid because my mother wanted a girl, so I had long, gorgeous, <laughs> blonde, fair-faucet hair. And uh, this guy, cool guy, came up to me at this is probably 1976, and he says, "Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, you, you, you are you going out late?" It's some sort of details about my life, and I wanted to just nip this in the bud, and I said, "You know, I'm a guy, right? I'm not a girl." And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> And he walked away all pissed off and I blew an opportunity to have a friend. So that's, that's
0: amazing. Wait, wait, so like was he was he really asking you out?
1: No, it was just a cool guy that no, wanted to okay. hang. So it was a like, cool
0: buddy I could have had. Up. See, I was with you there. I was like, he's this guy's asking.
1: You yeah, out. I don't I don't want to fuck you, dude. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> don't waste module. your lines like, on I me. I haven't even had a boner yet. I'm seven <laughs> and I know I look like a hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> But that, this is going nowhere.
0: The, the age of skateboarding just becoming in vogue. You were probably like the coolest looking kid with long hair. Probably,
1: yeah. I had a California look. Um, <laughs> and then the next time I remember uh, an embarrassing childhood memory. Oh, yeah. This was... I was dating this chick, Sue Walker, who I was trying to find on the internet recently. But women get married and change their names. So you can't see what the your oh. girlfriend from fifth grade looks like. Trust me, I have... Trolled so many hours <laughs> looking for certain, certain ones, and then you're disappointed to see that they're 40. Yeah, you're like, what? Yeah, wait, why aren't uh, you wearing America, the same high married, school T-shirt? You married that dude? <laughs>
0: what happened to your boobs?
1: <laughs> why aren't Mine you? Are why aren't you a hot 13 year old anymore? <laughs> what did you do? I'm still hot. Uh, so
0: I'm still hot.
1: I did this saying that boys do where you break up with a girl and then you regret it and you try to get her back. It's probably just boredom. But uh, I had asked her out even though I had dumped her and she wasn't interested. So I, uh, I'm really realizing now I come across as a total douche in this story. But That's I, found out, good. I found out uh, the next day that while she was saying she couldn't come out because she was busy, she'd asked my friend Andy Miller if he wants to go bowling. Ooh. So I called her up the next night and I go Uh hey and she goes Hi and she sounded kinda like happy and I go I heard you uh I heard you asked Andy if you want to go bowling last night and she goes, Yeah and I go, uh that really hurt. (laughs) And then I hear Bah and I hear like five girls scream laughing. She was having a sleepover and she had me on speakerphone
0: That is fucking... That's harsh. That's, like, the worst possible outcome of that. Especially when it's, like, probably your first, first like, truthful moment with a girl. Your first, like, little emo Yeah, but where... I
1: had it coming. I broke up with her. Yeah. She, she'd just gone through... Her parents had just divorced. Oh, she God. had no faith in relationships or humanity, and then I stabbed her in the back. So, yeah. She well, should ask Andy Miller.
0: Yeah, and then you handed her just the knife to stab you in the back in front of
1: all her friends. Maybe young men do that just to see what it's like to be hurt. Like, they purposely put themselves out there. That could be true. I mean,
0: it happens. I think a lot of the time, though, at that age, it's just, like, just not knowing. You're just stumbling through. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, hard figuring to like dial a to number. You know what yeah. I mean? You're like, I, uh, I want to do it. You let the phone ring. You hang up. You do that whole thing. It's like, that's,
1: that's sort of that age, too, where I remember 14, 15, some of my friends, girls would want to fuck them. And they'd say, "No, I'm not ready." Males. would oh, say. Oh,
0: whoa! Did you ever hear of that? No. Well, yeah. I, there's there's a few cases, but there's, there's just like you know, maybe one out of
1: every friend group. Yeah, maybe later. Maybe uh, when I'm seventeen, we can make love. But, but not is that now. some
0: sort of like I don't know? Is that like some like Baptist upbringing? No. Nope. Is that it's just just like,
1: pussy moves?
0: Yeah, or maybe just like I mean, everybody wants to be like a stud too. Like you want to like come out the gate having like forty-five minute, just like no frills. Banging.
1: <laughs> just covered in sweat. <laughs> and, just drilling her.
0: And we're still, we're still not achieving that. <laughs> With, With your sunglasses years, on. Later, and your cowboy yeah, boots. The breeze. <laughs> like, while driving a convertible.
1: I remember being... Sev- I was 17 when I lost my virginity. And I remember going, this is kind of scary. Yep. But I'm fucking... I'm doing it. Yeah. There's no way I'm gonna miss this. Oh,
0: totally. But you wanna be like good and then you like you're done in a minute and you're like ah She just
1: doesn't want to be hurt or get pregnant. Even like when you fuck that first girl and it's twenty seconds and you jizz in the condom, she's like, That went great.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't hurt me. No, you didn't make fun of my mole. We didn't make life You didn't ejaculate did in me.
0: Yeah. We're good. Yeah, exactly. I guess everyone's kind of just On the same page of
1: terror. A 40 year old, on the other hand, she wants to be fucked hard (laughs) for a long time. 20 minutes, she wants to get plowed. Wait a second. Are we talking about you? We're just, we can
0: close the door. Everything got. I
1: want to get plowed. (laughs) I guess gay guys are like that, eh? Some days they sort of wake up and they go, man, I wouldn't mind getting plowed right now. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, who, I mean, as much as you want to plow, some, somebody out there wants to get plowed.
1: <laughs> there's, there's gay guys right now, in, in, right up the street, who are hungover and like, fuck, man, I'm so hungover, I just wouldn't mind a good plowing
0: exactly just plow I mean, me that's, that's the thing that's just your pleasure man <laughs> that's what you wake up wanting maybe.
1: just fucking throw me down on the bed and fucking fill my ass <laughs> is this PG where is this, this what is this going this,
0: this is an explicit podcast we can say I think I think that will not get edited oh good that's okay. going out there for people to hear that's straight out of the horse's mouth Gavin. McHannis. straight out of
1: the horse's ass <laughs> uh, here's another embarrassing thing that just popped into my head it doesn't it's not a big deal but it just really, every time I remember it, I go, yeah and have to kind of shiver, yeah um, i 've always been into uh, Memphis rap, yeah scissrup and that kind of stuff, yeah, and big Three six Mafia fan and when Project Pat came out with chicken head oh yeah uh, is that what it 's called no the song mock, Ch- mock, chicken chicken I mean that's what Chickenhead. chicken head, yeah is. yeah yeah, so when that song came out, I listened to it a lot and. The thing about rap is Even your favorite rap song You've heard a thousand times You don't know the words Yeah And if you choose it on karaoke Like Eminem or something oh, yeah. That even that one Stan You think I know that I know Stan <laughs> uh, Then it comes up And you're looking at the words And you just end up Reading the teleprompter yeah. like, And then I woke up And I, you don't know Write back your fucking fans And I'm gonna kill her And I'm gonna put her in the trunk And you're just like reciting <laughs> Reciting text You're not rapping Yeah so I was under the impression that I knew Chickenhead, and uh, it was one of my favorite songs. And I really just knew the chorus in like well, maybe one or two lines, like "Hey, you like my outfit? Don't even fake the deal." So I saw these African American people on uh, second and third near the hole. Oh man, you thought you were gonna blow their minds? You and, thought
0: you were gonna blow their minds?
1: Oh. <laughs> and like, I'm down. Oh. It's as bad as you think it is. Oh, no. So they were listening to it in a car. It was a shitty Honda Civic and the song was in the charts at the time and they were blaring it and it was like three guys and two girls and they were just out on a Thursday night and they were not from my world and they didn't want me in their world. And they have their own shit going on. (laughs) And so it's blaring, and they're like, book, book, chicken, chicken, book, book, chicken head. And then it gets into the verse, like, long hair, hollow back. And then they're singing all the words. And then I was walking with Trevor Simser at the time <laughs> yeah. I leave his side and jump into the fray with them by their car with the doors open and start going you don't even fake the deal you didn't hunt them and I really I realized <laughs> when I'm there <laughs> I don't know the words and then they're looking at me like what did I think was gonna happen they're gonna be like all right and high five and we'll all sing project Pat together <laughs> and then we'll be bros and I'll do some cool black handshake
0: yeah you find yourself deaf- find myself doing that all the time like when i know the actual words like a rap song or like any song i'll sing along but like there's always that tenuous moment when like you know like when you're like just in a large group and like the n words coming up and you don't know if you do like the old like white guy <laughs> like yeah pause yeah that's a tough like one do, you can't do the lip sync because then you're just saying I don't know what you know you know what I mean you're basically like a weird a ventriloquist racist I think Stevo
1: Stevo brought that up he <laughs> talked to I think Run DMC about it and they gave him permission.
0: Hire I'm more honest with potential roommates than anyone I actually know I don't know that just popped in my head and it made me think maybe Lena Dunham should hire me uh when when you get picked up for season three Lena um you might you might want to just bring me in the writer's room I think I'd have a lot to offer and uh I'd be a really good time I'm really fun to pay and uh you know I, I had spent some time on the label, Kill Rockstars. I feel like I have a good feminist standpoint
1: from my male point of view. Oh, my God. <laughs> but to finish the Project Pad story, so I did that. They were sort of looking at me like, what are you doing? And then I sort of went, <laughs> and then walked away. And uh, the guys I was with made fun of me for years.
0: <laughs> you became a chicken head. Yeah. You, I don't know, I mean, that's like, I guess technically a crack whore in, in, uh... I, does, I guess in, it comes from slang. giving
1: a BJ, like your head's bobbing yeah, up and chicken, down. Yeah,
0: but it's like, it's like, kind of like, it's a way, it's a bigger diss than that. I think it's like, some sort of like, like you're sucking dick for crap. You're a
1: hoe, you're a bitch. Chicken head, yeah. I'm not just calling you a hoe or a bitch. <laughs> I
0: mean, come on, man. Just, <laughs> this shit got done. I didn't just suddenly
1: bat. get super mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we already addressed... Horrible words in the lexicon of I didn't just America. get
1: ghetto mad at you.
0: <laughs> I'm mad at you. <laughs> so let's get deeper. I mean, okay, let's how old get were deep. You when that happened, what, what time,
1: why? dude? That you know, chicken head. Look it up. It's like 2005. It's not an old I jam. Know. I think I was dropping
0: chicken heads like in like '98
1: or something. Maybe not the song. I didn't live in New York till '99, and I remember it was in Manhattan. I'm pretty sure it was. Early two thousands at very best. So okay. I was a grown man. I was over thirty years old. Yeah. I
0: ain't never been no chicken head. There's a TLC song. I can't remember That was probably two thousand, about the same time as No Scrubs.
1: Love me some TLC.
0: They're so good. I, I don't love chili. Want no scrubs. So hot.
1: Ain't gonna get never that on. I still
0: play that when I DJ. It's like Don't go
1: chasing waterfalls. You know?
0: They're socially conscious. They went broke. Yeah. Bankrupt. Yeah. They were spending money, man. They Poor. were high on their horse. They probably didn't make as much with their money as they Well, they thought. got fucked
1: over is what yeah, happened. They, they, they had they were this just, shitty like, manager. Signed,
0: signed a bad deal or something.
1: And then Left Eye.
0: Oh, man. Let's pour a little out for Left Eye right now. Yeah, a little, a little Coca-Cola got spilled. <laughs> now I got to clean left. that you up. You just spilled Coca-Cola in your office for Left Eye. Now you're, now you're cleaning it up. <laughs> That's...
1: That doesn't take away the, the, <laughs> the tribute, gesture? does it?
0: I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to clean it up. Well, it gets
1: sticky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, just cough directly into a mic. So that's good for the people at home. So,
1: I mean, I can try to dig up more embarrassing stuff. But you want to? What's this next thing? You want to get deep? I mean, you know, I just like uh, I was
0: just thinking about going like
1: through. It
0: doesn't really. Uh, maybe let's just, like, dis- describe your, your your demeanor as, like, a 10-year-old.
1: I would like to know, just because uh, you're such ten, an interesting ten, grown ten. man. <laughs> 10. You know, I think a lot of people in their youth, they have a phase where they're a bully. Yeah. And they have their phase where they were bullied. Totally. There's this myth that, you know, the guy from, from Back to the Future... Uh, there, the was, Glover? there was always Marty McFly. Yeah. And there was always that bully. But I don't think there's the case. We have our McFly moments and we have our what was his name? Biff?
0: Biff, yeah.
1: We have our Biff moments. So around ten I was probably feeling it out. Um but if you want to get embarrassing, I think at the age of nine, uh I was trying to impress these cool kids and I was at a house party of theirs and they were kind of tough and they were in French immersion, which seems pussyish, but it seemed c- cool to me then that they took half their classes in French yeah, or English. Uh, this is in Canada where that's c- commonplace. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to show off to them, and uh, I, f- I was pretty flexible as a kid, and I fit my whole body into a dollhouse. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you just saw, like, my eye looking out the window <laughs> and, and, like, part of my ankle when you open the door. Uh, and I go hey guys check it out and then they thought that was funny oh and we were been playing this game of lizard tag where you'd whip a rubber lizard at the guy to mean he's it and it fucking killed like it was a big rubber lizard and would slap against your skin and then you're it so I thought these guys are the kind of guys I want to hang with (laughs) so um they uh they see me in this dollhouse and instead of going oh that's cool man you fit in a dollhouse they go ah and they start rolling it uh and now I'm freaking out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I go, stop doing That's that. What, stop doing that. Stop doing that. I can't move. I can't move. I can't move. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I can't breathe. Really, don't, 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 don't. And then, and I'm, and then, I, and then they, that makes them laugh more. So they just start rolling it more. And I go, stop. Oh. Stop. Oh. And that was making them laugh more. And then eventually I just go.
0: Whoa, you broke out. And I
1: smash out all six walls. <laughs> but instead of smashing <laughs> all six walls and going, I said stop doing that, asshole. I was like, Whoa! I told you guys to bawling, doing Balling Exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, Balling, screaming, crying. And then um, oh. I ran up. I know it's stressful to recall this. I know. Dude. Ran up the stairs, screaming, crying. Ran past the mom who was, you know, in the living, in the kitchen, whatever, smoking. Uh, ran past her. She's, what the fuck's going on? And then ran all the way home crying. Oh, man. So the problem with that is now I'm a bitch.
0: Yeah, you can't go back. I mean, anytime you leave a room, I've done this recently, just gotten so fed up with someone that I'm like, ah fuck you, and like leave the room. It's like five in the morning. I like realize I'm just like really drunk and annoyed, and I should not have done that in front of a bunch of people. And you now You can't go back into the room. There's no you don't you're like, no, even if they beg you to come back, you're like, I am not.
1: You can't be it, that guy. Not, well, it's even weird going back two days later. Yeah.
0: He's like, Sorry, I uh I blew it. I, uh, fucking suck, I guess. I don't-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm an emotional pussy who totally lost my cool. So at school, I'd see these guys, and now I'm a marked man, so they would fuck with me at school all the time and trip me and throw my book bag down and stuff. And I think I uh, punched... I think I've blocked this out, but uh, if I'm totally honest with myself, I think I got in their good books by punching some sad guy in the face who oh, didn't no. deserve it. Yeah, some like oh, nice yeah. nerd. Yeah. I think I punched him.
0: Oh, no. And I
1: think I may have shoved him in the creek or done something terrible. Yeah. yeah it was really bad.
0: That'll happen. That, that's like, that's, yeah, you have to do something horrible sometimes to like get back. You know, it's like, Lord of the Flies in junior I, high, exactly, man. Exactly, man. Like that is... Yeah, I think the worst people... Ever are between the ages of just anyone between I'm the age scared of, 12 of them on 15. the street when
1: I see little kids I, they don't know consequences
0: yeah I remember and one they're time hor- they're horribly mean it's like it's not like it's not like I target and hate the people I just hate in general these. That age group It's like They'll grow out of it And become fine At some point Hopefully Maybe Way down the line 90%
1: When they're 28 (laughs) 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 Like even my kids My daughter will be crying Because she genuinely Hurt herself really bad And she'll go And then her brother Right next to her Two feet away He's known her his whole life He'll go Yeah yeah And be laughing At the way she's crying Yeah And you're like Dude Someone in your family Is in pain yeah, Yeah
0: Exactly But like you can't resist it. I mean, but there's so much ribbing back and forth that age. I don't know.
1: I remember once I was in a special class in uh, eighth grade for handicapped kids. You were in it? Yeah.
0: You got put in it. This was in your book, right? This was in How to Piss in Public, maybe? No, you know. no, this it is wasn't? this
1: was eighth grade. This is before the, the book starts in high school.
0: Oh, shit, I feel, well, maybe you've told me this story. Maybe I have.
1: I, oh. Back then, the teachers were such dicks. That they, they'd found the poorest teacher. He was a redneck from Alberta. So he's like a southerner, the Canadian version. He had cowboy boots and he looked like Jack Palance with, had slick back hair. <laughs> yeah. And so they just put the kids in his class that they didn't want. So it wasn't, I was there not because I was dumb, but because I was a class clown. Yeah. Some chick was there just because she, she had cancer. Oh and the teachers god. didn't want to look at her fucking bald head so god. she was there with her little handkerchief oh, on jesus man. some kid was there with uh uh what's that blood disease hemophilia
0: oh my god oh, like he just couldn't stop bleeding they're like yeah they're I, just, don't know I don't i don't want mean. him here he's he all veiny bleeding. he's depressing
1: yeah, <laughs> get his bloody ass out <laughs> of here oh my god so in that special class i was talking to this we had a creek that went through our school, which a kid was murdered in. Long, that's a whole other Whoa, terrible story. But
0: like Edge shit.
1: Yeah, but it would it would ice would form over the top of it. It was kind of deep; It was about four feet deep. Ice would form over the top in the winter. So I'm sitting there talking to Stephen Snip, was his name, and he always had snot like a Hitler mustache, dripping down his nose because he was kind of retarded. Like half of the yeah. kids in his special class were, were actually needed. Yeah, yeah. Like I knew one kid, Brian Green, in the class. He had a seventeen. In in Canada, your your marks are 0 to 100. Yeah. So an A is like 80 to 100. He had a 17 in math. And his dad was going to buy him a bike if he could get up to 27. Oh, man. I'm like, man, this is Brian, harsh. 49 and down is all the same. It's a fail. <laughs> Maybe a 50, I could see. Working That's a pass. A <laughs> oh, my God. What do you do with that? So I'm talking to Steve. <laughs> get a trade. Learn to weld. Get out of school now. <laughs> Get, get welding. Good at, get good. Get good at you're welding. in A finite amount of years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you could be building the next Empire State Building by the time you're 20. Uh, <laughs> like the Mozart of construction. <laughs> You'd be a be a sculptor probably, or at least work for a rich artist. So uh, I'm sitting there talking to Stunt Nose and um, Barry Pablo. Fucking just, this was one of the guys who saw me cry in the dollhouse. Just comes running at the speed of light, smashes me off the branch I was sitting on. I hit the creek, go under the ice. Oh my god! I'm you am gonna went die. Under
0: ice, you went under. Under ice. ice. That's like something gone. that's like unfathomable. It's in me. the omen.
1: It's in the fucking it's- Damien puts a kid under the ice and yeah. he dies it's yeah. Satan has done this before yeah. in the movies he's as bad as Satan that's his peer group fucking Dude. Damien oh my god so I break out of the ice again crying like the dollhouse and then I'm crawling on my hands and knees in the winter totally wet crawling to get to the school to get to the office and this other kid not Barry who shoved me in another guy gets in his hands and knees as I'm crying and he goes what's the matter Kevin <laughs> <laughs> you gonna catch pneumonia <laughs> Oh my god! Pneumonia is that intense? Oh my
0: god! Yes, actually, I might, yeah, I may catch probably, pneumonia. No, that's actually the end result of this. Yes, yeah. yeah, good probably. guess. Yeah, hypothermia. I don't know if you've yeah, heard of that. I'm heading there, and uh, I don't know. Do you think pneumonia was like his joke? Like was he was he hanging yes. it up? I think he was so amused.
1: By my imminent demise. That he demise. made a
0: joke within his mockery.
1: Yes, he was having some wordplay during his diss.
0: <laughs> but then, you're paying mockery. He decided to further. Up What's his the matter? You bit. got
1: HIV. You used a dirty needle, and you got yourself some HIV.
0: Like, I think I might have you fuck. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm. Di- I am dying. I'm a gay man and a junkie, and I'm you're- dying of. I'm HIV positive. Your friend oh yeah
0: (laughs) oh oh that's really nice (laughs) that sucks so bad i mean
1: that's That's not embarrassing like like,
0: how old was like what age was this again
1: this was junior high sixth grade so i was be up to maybe 11 then
0: yeah oh my god yeah it was like a small junior high
1: kid no pretty Uh, normal kid normal normal looking little faggy like a blonde mushroom cut but yeah i had like the skater bangs Oh nice. Yeah, when I had hair back cool. then when bangs were possible. How old are you now?
0: I'm 34 now.
1: Okay, so skateboarding was well established when you were Yeah, it was
0: like it was like the hot bad boys were skaters kind of thing. So you were a hot bad boy. I wasn't a hot bad boy. <laughs> I was a poser hot bad boy. That like my my uh my school picture circulated around in 7th grade and I looked like a skater that was like a senior that was a hot bad boy so all the burnout older girls in my junior high had a crush on
1: me oh nice it was good it worked oh, out really man. well it was
0: pretty awesome
1: you know those days when you're just starting to get pubes like 12 13 and older stoner babes that are 16 think you're cute yeah like not They don't masturbate thinking about you, but they're like, (laughs) he's funny. Go get me cigarettes. (laughs) And I just remember going to buy them cigarettes because you could do that back then. And it was like buying cigarettes for God.
0: Yeah, totally. You're like, this is, I'm in. I mean, and then they get knew. a ride once in a while.
1: Yeah. just uh, <laughs> I, I, It's not like they let me fuck them, but maybe they'd give me a kiss on the cheek as yeah. a favor. And it was, oh my God.
0: Or they'd like give you a piggyback ride and not know that you had a, like a raging and boner on their <laughs> yes. back. So that it wasn't just from turbulence or whatever. <gasps> you just. <laughs> no, this is just what happens when you get carried around. It's a or dude. maybe
1: they knew and they thought, cutie's got a little tiny boner. <laughs>
0: That's probably it. Oh, I just remember he, like, Reached around to like Do the boob grab Then it's like All of a sudden Like it's the ultimate form Of like Some sort of Pre-rape situation Screaming I remember Everybody actually knows you're a perv
1: Getting raped by one of them Really? Yeah She yeah. was 17 She was babysitting me and my friend Donnie we were maybe 11, and she held us down and French kissed us. Whoa. So you got kiss-raped. Yep. <laughs> and then the next day... That, that is kind of rape. When you're 11, you're like... Ah, ah, but I had a diary at the time, and I remember... I still I can picture the entry. It says, New Year's Eve, and it had balloons, and she goes, She held down me and Donnie, but she smooched me, like 9 O's for way longer. <laughs> and then, then we went... So we were like... I think her name was Vicky. And then Donnie and I wake up the next morning, and we go, "All right, well, we are dating Vicky now. She's our girlfriend.
0: <laughs> we are dating Vicky. We just
1: assumed that was We're the straight given straight up in polyamory, like right yeah. off the gate. She asked us out by necking us, so <laughs> so we went to her house the next day. Like, all right, let's start go out with our girlfriend, Porting, Vicky. You brought your flowers and chocolates. Yeah, and we, I don't even suits. have to. It's my girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe on our anniversary, which I guess is technically today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And her mother, I remember her mother saying, Vicky, there's some kids here to see you. And she was obviously hungover. She was probably wasted. (laughs) And then she tells us to get lost. And we're thinking, what the fuck is with our girlfriend? Relationship sucks. (laughs) She's really abusive. Why does her head hurt on our first day as a relationship? (laughs) Do you want something to drink here? you want a root beer or something? Oh, you know, I'm pretty good for now. I'm going to have an RB. You got some soy sauce, fucking root beer. Wolf down a barks,
0: fuck. (laughs) Wolf down a barks. That's a pretty. I don't know, is that like a. Is that the Canadian ad campaign for barks? Wolf down a barks.
1: (laughs) Hey, if you're fucking really thirsty or whatever, fucking take off your lumberjack jacket, fucking sit down there, fucking turn on the game, and wolf down a barks, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> They'd have to add "fuck" at the end because that's fucking how, wolf down at barks. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing about Canadians that that I had trouble sort of adjusting when I moved here. Is Americans don't swear.
0: Yeah, it's you can. I don't know. I guess if you live in a city, you can get away with whatever. New York. New
1: Yorkers yeah. who were born and raised here, they swear. Yeah, but they don't even say cunt. They yeah, I throw that
0: one around because that's, like, my favorite word because it just gets such a reaction. But I like to call men, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah,
1: to me, cunt is, like, jackass. Like, you fucking cunt, get over here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that episode of uh, Curb Enthusiasm where, like, mm. <laughs> where Larry ruins a guy's life by calling him
1: a cunt. He's been really unresponsive lately. It was a little uh, <laughs> inaccurate, though. He, he should have called the guy a f- or a pussy. You don't, yeah. you don't say someone who's in the closet is a cunt.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: It was a funnier word, mung. but it's yeah, not but as then accurate.
0: Still, like, I think it's almost fu- funnier that like, cunt was the word that broke him because it's just like it's just that word that breaks so many people. Where you're like, "How?" It's just a word, though. It's like, and I'm not like, you can tell I'm not like a vindictive like. I'm not stabbing you in the guts I, like, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm like, harshing that hard. It's more of a jovial, thing. you know. Observation.
1: When you're really harshing that hard, you wouldn't use cunt. You'd say fuckface.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I've
1: noticed when I'm in arguments, like, no, I knew it was there, (laughs) fuckface. People always go, holy shit. That guy's mad. (laughs) He just said fuckface.
0: I think I like, yeah, my friend Denver and I talk about this, where like when you get, when I get really mad, I like, I don't even like go for like the swear word. I don't highlight that word. I'm more like, fuck you. you oh, I mean? that's like nice. The you like for some reason that's that like good. makes like when you like scream you instead of fuck, like it really, really like gets the point across. Dude. That's good. <laughs> you know <what> i mean?
1: <laughs> I'm just taken to, uh, leaving. Like you said, <laughs> leaving the office. Like I've even had fights with my oh, yeah. coworkers here where I just get up and leave and don't Boil come upper. back for a day. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's better than swearing, but, uh, it feels more adult.
0: Yeah, especially at, like, work, you know, if you're, like, kind of in, like, a position where you're, where you're, or you're like, in charge of a project, you don't want to, like, freak out yeah. and like, have some sort of, like, meltdown in front of people that you're going to have to see every day.
1: Yeah. You, <laughs> you want to be laughing through those, too, like when someone's screaming at you. Yeah. you wanna, if you're a real Clint Eastwood, Gran Torino man, you just go <laughs> and laugh at their rage. I've pulled it off once or twice. It's usually after coming back from boxing, but... Yeah. Well, that's all, the, also
0: because all your employees are Hmong.
1: Are what? Mung, and you
0: can't understand what they're saying. Like, <laughs> talking Gran Torino. <laughs> that's the
1: people. problem with hiring Hmong.
0: <laughs> you can't understand what they're saying, but when they're really mad, it's fine. Well,
1: one time I was crying because uh, uh, one of them hit me, and I was crawling on my hands and knees, and this kid I knew from junior high said, What's the matter, Gavin? You got punched by one of your hummung? <laughs> <laughs> you pronounce call back You pronounced the H <laughs> That dick What an asshole oh, What a man. fuck face Cunt <laughs> Fuck you uh,
0: I think it's time that I ruin your favorite song Let's take a break Okay We'll come back in a second I just wanted to break in the action to uh give a shout-out to Earwolf.com, who's presenting this show currently. And if you like my show, you're going to like a lot of the other shows they have. I mean, they have Comedy Bang Bang, they have Sklarbro Country, Who Charted, the list goes on and on, all quality shows, really funny, really insightful people. And uh, make sure you rate and review my show, Nocturnal Emotions, on iTunes. Tell your friends to subscribe, spread the word. It's going to get better and better. If this thing is a work in progress, you know. Um, and follow me on Twitter, at Harm our superstar um you know make comments in the earwolf forums just check out earwolf.com that's all i'm saying and if you use amazon affiliates link on earwolf help us pay the rent y'all so we're back i'm gonna ruin your favorite song what song would you like me to ruin today gavin i would like you to ruin welcome to the whole week by stiff little fingers Ooh, classic stiff little fingers this is like kind of a more of a is this more of a uh, obscure stiff little fingers song. Yes. Okay. This is after
1: their day in the sun. Yeah. Uh, it was an album called That Was Here, This Is Now, or something. Oh yeah. They were older guys, you know, and they they weren't screaming alternative Ulster or Northern Ireland stuff anymore. They were talking about love and. Oh yeah. Okay. But they also have the that you know British politics. They are way more liberal than we could ever be, but the Irish go even farther than that. Okay. So in this song, which I enjoyed as a boy uh, They talk, you know, proudly about being on welfare And how it's none of your business if I'm on fucking welfare Well, cool, let's listen to a clip of the song We'll check it out
0: So, I have a feeling that with these lyrics, you're going to help me ruin your own favorite song.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not really playing the game that accurately because this song's already been ruined for me. But the problem with listening to punk as a grown man is you start listening to lyrics that you liked as a kid and you go, wait, what? Yeah, like you want to ride your bicycle around all day and (laughs) steal
0: candy bars, and that's supposed to be cool to me as a man. Because I
1: got no job. (laughs) Welcome to the whole week.
0: So, yeah, so it's like... And now, and then, when I'm in the mood, I might get up at the crack of noon, then take a wander down to the arcade, might as well
1: clock up a great high score. That's the opening verse. Yeah. So it's so out there that you think he's being sarcastic and he's making fun of people on welfare, but no. I think he's being real. No, because later on he goes, I never said that it was my ideal, but I'm going to feel and make it real. So I got no job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? Come
0: on, guys. Like, give it a chance. They're saying there's no jobs out there. There's one verse where he's saying, um, yeah, wait, wait, where's the, uh, here it is. You keep on you keep on that it's wrong. We haven't earned lives of ease, but there's no work to do. And I won't queue up on my knees. And
1: I won't queue up on my knees. It's like, no
0: one's asking you to get on your knees to get in the job line. Just go paint. There are jobs. Paint a house. People need stuff to. People need services. Help you someone move. Mow a lawn. Yeah. Do something. Come on, guys. I mean, I love stiff little fingers, but this attitude, I can't. I can't get. There. It's
1: insane. I mean, there's this crass songs like they go, "System, system, system, force it to crawl," like saying we force babies to crawl. Babies really? crawl no, they on just their own. Crawl. <laughs> <laughs> no one says crawl, little baby, so you can be a worker Do it, drone. We need you to mow the lawn
0: and take out the trash because we're busy getting drunk. We are parents. Huh? Yeah.
1: Where well, there's a there's a Dead Kennedy song. Uh, I think it's on Frank and Christ, where he's going to jump off a bridge, and uh, Jello Biafra is the does the voice of the cop, and he's like. Uh, Hey, get down from there. Uh, A tourist might see you, and we wouldn't want that. I'm just doing my job, you know? So say, Uncle, and we'll take you to the mental health zoo. (laughs) It's like, this guy's trying to help someone who's going to kill themselves. Yeah. like He's doing it because it hurts tourism to see suicides?
0: Yeah, no, I don't think so.
1: No, he's just a nice cop trying <laughs> to save him. a life.
0: <laughs> he, got the, he got the idea wrong. Yeah. He's like, that's, that's not what cops do, man. I don't <laughs> know if you've ever checked out their training or even watched a police account. Okay, guys.
1: It. Tourism has been really down over uh, the next last few weeks. I need you to stop suicides. <laughs> okay, Chief, we're on it. Other than that, they're just kind of
0: annoying. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's just go back into one more verse of this. Like, uh, I've always got my LPs to play. Or find a friend to get alone and tape. And anytime it's time to eat again, before you know it's any night, and so you meet the gang and go along the road. It's just like, they're just... Fucking eating
1: before you know it's time to eat again like, <laughs> we just <laughs> killed all this time and now we
0: get to be lazy fuckers that eat all the time again yeah. then we'll wander down the road and i don't care because i don't want a job
1: i don't need a job if you don't mind but where's he, like, where he getting this arcade money you know what i mean like where are they The dole he goes in the first course he goes I can't really do an Irish accent. Oh, on top of the morning to you. And then I come home to find my dole. It's been paid.
0: <laughs> so he's on the fucking dole. And okay, he, so he's getting his welfare checks. Yeah. All right, all right. But that, that's even worse. He's like advocating. He's getting a loan to get a tape. His well, LPs he's singing it play. like
1: it's gay pride or black pride <laughs> or something that you can be proud of. You don't, and he goes, if you don't mind. I do mind. Yeah,
0: I was like, I paid that, though. I'm
1: not paying. Welfare is for some mom with four kids who has to cook spaghetti all day and make lunches. Not for a guy to go to the arcade. <laughs> a widow. It's for a widow with her tits long from breastfeeding. <laughs> it's not for you. He has that line where he goes, uh, I sit with my girl and we just talk. Or we don't talk at all.
0: Yeah, we just sit there. We're we're either boring each other or boring ourselves. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's just what I do.
0: (laughs) Share the crack. I'm a badass. Oh, man, that, that song is like, it's so easy to ruin you're it's right awesome no it's good it's good it's perfect because it makes you pontificate
1: even so much well punk rock is great when you're a teenager because it's just it thinks outside of the box and you hear this song where this guy's proud to be on welfare and you go yeah fucking yeah, yeah I can do whatever I feel like yeah like Crass they owe us a living yeah <laughs> fuck. and you're like wait a second I need and to and then buy, you go, go out buy in buy the real car. world <laughs> you get a paper route and you do car payments and so you go whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah. none of these songs make any fucking sense yeah
0: you're like wait actually if I do get a paper route I can fucking buy a stereo and a really nice bike and an electric guitar and start a punk band.
1: And I didn't have to queue up on my knees. And it was really easy to get, to get that, that job. Just, like, I went just
0: went and asked for the job. I called the local penny saver. <laughs> 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 they gave me a root. <laughs> Ruined. Favorite song. There it is. Stiff Little Fingers. Sorry, guys. You got faced. Faced. <laughs> just on that song, though. Big fans, big fans, big fans. fans, so, big yeah. fans
1: Alternative fans. Ulster, wonderful song. <laughs> uh,
0: I do. I think one of the guys was at my show like a couple weeks ago when I played.
1: Incredible band, Knitting factory. Yeah, I saw them in Glasgow, Scotland. Actually, really. Yep. Uh, uh, how long? Uh, ago? Surrounded by scary thirteen-year-olds, and this is a whole. I don't know if we should be ending the show, but I I can't stop talking once I start. Uh, oh, that's cool. I was walking to, to see them at some venue in Glasgow that has a, a, a Mac truck sort of. Looks like it crashed into the building.
0: Oh, what is that one?
1: It's the front of the truck is hanging out. The is it? Yeah, it's a I great venue. Yeah,
0: I can't remember the. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's, it's kind of
1: small, and uh, <laughs> so I go there and I have an umbrella. And that's spoken oh, bad Glasgow? news in Glasgow, yeah.
0: You're like, I mean, that kind of just means you're a
1: wuss, right? You're just like, oh, yeah. It's, like, like, it's worse than wearing a dress.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like in Portland, but in Glasgow, they'll actually punch you. In Portland, they'll just be like, <laughs> oh, really?
1: Actually, <laughs> umbrella? Really? They do wear dresses, they wear kilts. It's much worse to have an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Just but be- you'll notice people, like, if you have an umbrella, people will come out of bars. It's honestly wearing a Klansman uniform in Harlem. People will come out of bars and stand there, like, you got to. F- you got a problem pal
0: yeah they just want you they want to fight
1: they want to fight because you have a a fucking employer so i uh i go I oh, maybe i'll just it's sold out but maybe there'll be scalpers there i'll see if i can I have nothing else to do it's raining yeah so i uh stand there and these kids come and go you want a ticket? and i go yeah they 20 quid and i go dude the show is 10 pounds i don't really want to see them that bad uh i'll do 13 pounds and uh he goes sorry pal 14 i go dude I, fine he's a he's a child there's like t- 10 children that's around scarier me. than one yes. adult man. yeah wait, lord wait, of the wait, flies wait. Yeah, yeah so i go look let me explain something to you this isn't a bargaining thing i don't fucking give a shit about seeing the show or not so if you said 13 pounds and one pence, it's not worth it to me <laughs> and he goes, say hey, all right all right 13 pounds <laughs> and then as i'm paying him he goes plus one pound for that fucking umbrella under your arm and I was scared. He kind of yelled at at me, so I sort of went, okay, yeah, yeah. And Jesus, again, like, yeah. Of course, the umbrella tax. I was going to pay that anyway. <laughs> and then I went into the show, and it was there was a lot of skinheads there. Still, and I, I think, didn't think the bad kind anymore. This is probably nineteen ninety. Yeah, and yeah. there was real deal I like was, skinhead okay. documentary about skinhead skinheads. skinheads. Is, okay, never mind. That's that makes sense. I mean,
0: like I th- I feel like they're. they're the skinhead race <laughs> went extinct in about 1997. There are about s- 98. There's a
1: few in the Galapagos, <laughs> and there's free. some at the zoo. <laughs> but yeah. Like Every time on that
0: seven, I could buy a Vespa again and
1: not not feel. Like I think you're safe. I think it's okay to wear Dr. Martin's out in public again. <laughs> Every time that that the History Channel has, does something on the skinhead threat, you always see the footage and you're like, wait a minute, that's Germany or fucking <laughs> Serbia in the eighties. Yeah.
0: Like, I, those you, guys were five years late.
1: Yeah, do you have anything slightly more modern about this imminent threat?
0: So I think it's just because they wear the same clothes throughout their, their brief history in the world. So you can just sort of place them in any time period, right. as long as you don't show, like, the Pepsi logo just at the time the or bakes. the McDonald's logo <laughs> yeah. at the time. Don't show
1: them in Times Square, <laughs> yeah. where we can see the Broadway plays. <laughs> Wait, cats? Graduates. That hasn't been on in a
0: minute. Hold on. <laughs> Well, shit, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks Good for times. letting me drop by the Nocturnal Emotions. You've got to come back sometime. I, I would love, love to do stories. that. You've got to come back to your own office kitchen. Yes. Where I hand you a microphone
1: <laughs> and we just sit by a report. So you're always here? I've never noticed you yeah, before. Yeah, no,
0: I've been in here. I just have a couple
1: mics. I'm in this cupboard. Oh, my God. That's adorable. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I come here every time I get a bark, so I'll definitely uh, you say hi.
0: Wolf down a bark. Next so. time if I
1: fucking wolf down a bark, so I'll say hey, fuck.
0: <laughs> thanks, Kevin and there it is that is Gavin McInnes in a nutshell but just the beginning there's so much more to the guy um, I love him I love him he has a way with words and, uh, and just uh, a way with people that is unlike anyone else um, get Gavin's book How to Piss in Public for sure um, just so many more stories in there alone uh, and visit streetcarnage.com for for more great writing and tidbits and just it's everything you want in a website. It's hilarious uh, and uh, and thought provoking. Um, I have some DJ gigs coming up this week. If you want to hang out, I'll be at Home Sweet Home at 131 Christie Street, Friday, October 12th, from 8 to 11 p.m. before Jonathan Tobin comes in makes it a crazy funky soul party for the rest of the night that's really fun um and uh saturdays like always i'm at sexy brunch at black market from noon to four 110 avenue a east village stuff guys come over and my friend aaron fenning does the same thing sunday is noon to four black market and i'll be there hanging out most of the time so come give us high fives Uh, You can go to HarmarSuperstar.com to see the many shows I have lined up for CMJ around New York for that week, uh, between the 17th and the 22nd, I believe. Um, And I'm also uh, coming to Austin and Minneapolis soon, so um, check that out. I'll give you more specific dates next week, but you can check out my website now. Uh, I'm off to see Pitch Perfect again with a big group of friends and afterwards I'm gonna make some paintings with my bestie and former Nocturnal Emotions guest Adam Green. We're gonna decorate my bedroom. Get it all arty in here. So ladies, get ready to be enlightened. Uh, Next week my guests are Aaron Tate of the Seattle band Minus the Bear and Jeff Klein, the Austin songwriter behind the band My Jerusalem. A Couple of buddies, I'm gonna split that one up in half, do like a half and half sorta deal. All this new stuff happening, guys. It's it's very exciting. And uh, don't forget to wolf down a barks. I'll see you next week. Nocturnal Emotions.